Welcome back to another school year. It's August. It's time for a new word and a new conversation with my friend, Dr. Beth Trammell. Beth, could you introduce yourself to our audience today? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, Hey, everyone. I am really excited to be back, too. I always love doing these um, conversations uh, together each month. Uh, My name is Dr. Beth Trammell, and I'm a licensed psychologist and an associate professor of psychology at Indiana University East where I'm also the director of the Master's in Mental Health Counseling Program. And, you know, for me, um, my biggest uh, my biggest pieces that I talk with uh, kids and families and, and their parents over the last 20 years and, and my practice has been on focusing on how to be intentional with our words. And that's why we're friends. That's why we love to have these conversations e- each month because, you know, we both really believe in making words matter for good. That's exactly right. And I'm Leslie Bolser. I'm the curriculum director for Core Essential Values. And we believe a lot of the same things uh, that Beth does. And we provide curriculum and resources for schools and community organizations to work with kids, preschool through high school, um, to live out these value words that we share each month in their school life and their home life and their community life. And that's what we get to talk about each month. So if you're new, if this is your first time with us, welcome. We're glad to have you our podcast looks a little different each month, depending on the word and the just the rhythm of life as we go through a school year. So for this month, we have one podcast for all kids, pre-K through 12th grade and parenting kids of those ages. And in other months, we may have two or three, depending on the age level of the child and the parenting skills that we're talking about. So we're glad to have you with us. And um, today we're going to be talking about um, a word that I think has a lot of different meanings, a lot of different contexts, but for us, um, I think it's really appropriate for back to school. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I love that here at Core Essentials, y'all really pay attention, (laughs) you know, really. I mean, I think there are uh, curriculum companies out there that have a, a, you know, a standard curriculum that they sell. And I I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong uh, with that. But what I love is that, you know, this month we're talking about honor. And while we could, you know, really push three very different ideas uh, about honor based on your child's age. So if you have multiple kids at home, you got a preschooler, you got a teenager, you might be thinking like, how are they going to put this together uh, to, to meet the needs of all my kids? But, you know, the truth is, I have four kids of my own. Leslie, you have two kids. We know what it's like going back to school. (laughs) You know, it's kind of a love-hate scenario, right? So today, uh, we want to talk about honor through that lens of going back to school. And and we have kind of specific ways that we at Core Essentials talk about honor with our our big kids and our little kids. So you want to talk about that before we dive in? Sure. Yeah. Thank you. I think... um, as we look at this word and as we think about the developmental ages of all the different kids we work with, it's important to know that they're not all in the same place. They're not Mm. starting the same place in the school year. Um, Even though they're in the same grade or the same age, uh, age level, they're not the same at all. And we, we treat kids that way with core essentials work. We know that they approach all these things differently. School systems approach them differently and families approach them differently. So our word this month is honor. And like Beth said, I think it's really appropriate because, um, Part of it is honoring people. Our definition is um, letting someone know you see how valuable they really are. So it's about honoring individuals and um, letting people know that you see the work they do. You see what they bring to the table. But it's also about honoring 
what happens in a process, right? What happens when going back to school? What happens in the life of a family? What happens in the life of a teacher, an administrator, a counselor who's headed back to school? And we want to show honor to all of those folks as well. Um, but with little kids, with our pre-K friends, we say, I know others are special. And then with high school students, we break it down each week a little bit further to talk about what honor looks like in the life of a teenager. So that's quite a, quite a wide range of things to think about this month as we go back to school, but let's just narrow it right down and simplify it for folks, Beth. How can parents in this month of heading back to school, all of the things you have to do, um, the schedule is changing, but it's still light really late at night. How can families show honor? How can we work on honor with our kids as we go back to school? Yeah, it's such a good question. And I probably have a million ways, but to keep this, you know, kind of concise. So, so people can walk away with a few kind of nuggets to digest. I think remembering, um, routine is important. You know, a big part of what I talk about and a lot of the work I do is about, developing effective routines. So most of the things we do are routine-based. And that's because our brains really don't like to tolerate um, ambiguity, uncertainty, unpredictability. So, you know, most of us get dressed the same way. We have this routine in the morning. We have a routine at night. We have a routine at work. When we arrive, we kind of do the same thing. We walk the same way. We do the same things. So our kids haven't developed um, perhaps their own routine or we may have gotten out of the routine uh, in the summer, uh, which is fine, right? But honoring uh, your child, frankly, honoring their teacher <laughs> is getting them back into uh, kind of a routine, maybe that week before seven to 10 days beforehand. Um, and if you haven't, and you're, maybe your child's already started school, that's fine. But think about what does the routine look like and how can I start to get them prepared um, for that process of school so that we can uh, really show, show the teachers and um, them that we see that they are valuable, um, and particularly when they're at the, their best selves uh, because they're rested, they're in routine, they know what's going on. Yeah. One of the things I love about the start of the school year, I think in the, in the anyone who doesn't have children or maybe in the corporate world, there's this calendar where January 1st is when you get your resolutions, where you can have sort of a fresh start, where things feel new again. But I love that as a parent, you get that opportunity twice a year. You get that mm -hmm. at the beginning of the calendar year, but you also get it at the beginning of the school year. So if there are things in your parenting life or in your family life that you wish that routine was different, that you wish you had a different rhythm in some way, this is a great opportunity to pick up some new habits, to add some small things to the habits you already have, or, or to get rid of some things you wish your family wasn't doing. Can you share a little bit about how you would recommend parents doing some things like that? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you think about what has worked before, you know, I often talk from a solution based uh, kind of approach where what has worked before. So think about what last year's um, going back to school year uh, process was like, what was that rhythm like? Uh, maybe you also look at what problems came up last year and maybe some adjustments that you can make. So I think that comes from maybe having a conversation with your kids if they're old enough. Um, maybe you ask them, what do you want the, the morning routine to look like? How do you want me to wake you up? Do you want an alarm clock? Do you want me to come in and wake you up? 
What kinds of things do you want for breakfast? Should we make a menu? Um, anything that's going to kind of create uh, a, a continued sense of predictability, decreased stress, decreased yeah. anxiety, that's at the heart of what we want those routines to look like. Yeah, I think that's great. And I, I love the idea of, you know, sort of the physical routines that you're describing and then adding maybe in the, if you pick up after school or after they get off the bus or when you get home from work, what are the conversations that you want to start this year? Yeah. What are the, what are the habits? What are the, the, what's the rhythm you want to create in your family to have the, the conversations and to use the words right? That you, uh, that you want to be intentional about this year. I think this is a great time to start. It doesn't feel so abrupt to your kids when lots of things are happening, you know, uh, when they're in a new classroom or they have a new backpack, it doesn't feel weird when your parent suddenly starts asking you a new question every day after school, because it's just what's happening this school year, right? So it kind of gives us as a parent an excuse to try something new um, and a new way of approaching things with our kids. Yeah, and I think for me, the other part that Honor brings up is, um, you know, I, I mentioned I have four kids. And so I spend a lot of time correcting um, behavior. You know, it's just a matter of life. And, uh, you know, I'm a little bit extra aware because I got a new puppy and we're not really dog people. Right. So like um, I'm like really learning how to be a puppy mom which is a, a steep learning curve. And, yeah. but it's a lot of correcting, right? So the honor part of, you know, letting someone know, you see how valuable they are. The flip side of that, I remember, um, you know, some conversations where maybe around the dinner table, we share one thing that we love about our sibling or our family member, right? Mm -hmm. um, we intentionally take time to say, you know, I really love that you know how to make mac and cheese now. <laughs> you know, I think sometimes it's hard to say out loud um, and, and really intentionally those things that we value in our kids and, and maybe our partner. Um, and that's really at the heart of what honor is. So I, I love you kind of saying, hey, why don't you start a new school year? And maybe every Sunday night, it is you know, we're going to honor everybody at the table. So everybody picks Probably. one person at the table and you say three things that you love about that family member. That's yeah. what honor is about. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. And that's a great tradition to keep going all year long, regardless of what the word of the month is, who doesn't love to hear something nice about themselves. You know, that's a fantastic thing to start. Uh, I also think before we close, I do want to mention that there are teacher and staff shortages all across the country going into the school year. Um, you know, uh, I just want to remind parents that as we honor our children and as we honor our families, I think this year is a perfect year to just be very carefully intentional about how we honor our school staff members. Um, and just remembering that as we go back to school that, um, man, they're going to be under a lot of stress and they could really use our gratitude and our honor, I think, this year. I couldn't agree more. And if I could share like a couple of very tangible ways, um, I do a lot of work in K-12 schools and have a lot of friends who are teachers and um, they are always grateful if we honor them with our pocketbook. So um, buying extra supplies, many teachers now are having, um, you know, wish lists, um, so rather than just buying extra things, like ask your teacher friends if they have a wish list, 
I recently posted on social media. I said, hey, teacher friends, put your um, wish list on this page, like comment here so that if someone's out there and wants to be generous, they can find your wish list and send you a couple of things. So I think you're absolutely right that we should honor our teachers with our words and maybe you write them a nice note at the beginning of the school year and maybe once a month from there on. But ask your kid's teacher, do you have a wish list? What can I do to be helpful? And remember that being helpful and honoring them in August is very important. But then remembering and honoring them in September and December in February, in good golly, in April, yes, and three times over, yes. Um, so just a just a little plug there. Um, I think for for our teachers and our principals and and all of our folks who work in the schools. Yeah, thank you. I think I just I wanted to mention that because I think there are a lot of groups of people that we can honor. And I think part of what your kids are going to learn in their classrooms this month with the Core Essentials curriculum is they're going to be thinking about those groups of people and those individuals that they can honor. Um, But as families, I think it's important that um, the teachers certainly aren't going to tell the kids that they should be honoring them, right? So I think it's important as families that we remember to do that. So um, I think that's all we have for this month. I am just really grateful for this time to think about and talk about honor um, and how we can let people know that we think they're valuable. I think it's going to be a huge payoff for the school year. Beth, I know people are going to want to know more about you and your work. How could they find you? Yeah, so I am um, on Facebook mostly, um, MWM with Kids. My website is makewordsmatterforgood.com. And I have two podcasts. Um, One is called Kids These Days Need Us to Make Words Matter for Good. And I am really excited about the content that I have coming out I'm kind of in the middle of recording a lot of that content right now, which is really exciting. And then my other podcast is called Things You Learn in Therapy. Um, And I interview other therapists and psychologists with their best tips for um, how to improve mental wellness overall. So if you're a podcast listener and would love to um, kind of hear more, I would love for you to um, subscribe and listen to my podcast as well. That's awesome. And if you want to know more about Core Essentials, you can check out our website at coreessentials.org or our social media stuff at CE Values. We love to hear from people. If you have questions about any of the upcoming words or any of the words we've talked about in the past or just parenting in general, reach out to us on our website um, and we'd love to get to those questions. So we'll be back in September where we're going to talk about trust with different age groups of kids and how to find trustworthy people and be a trustworthy person. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be big. Mm. It's going to be great. 